Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure, you can feel it in the mix. Finally, stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments exactly everything that we do. Clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art to shock. Oh, with it. Keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city. Stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa reindeer. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they seek, so tell me whose face do they seek? Yes, sir. You're now tuned in to The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. It's your boy, DJ Focus, checking in. Hey, it's your girl, Dice Gable, checking in on this Wisdom Wednesday. Thank y'all for waking up with us so early to get this wisdom. <laughs> yeah, wake up, wake up. Wednesday morning, we appreciate you guys waking up with us. Mm. And uh, yeah, we got a fun pack show again today. I promise you, uh, you know, every day these shows get better and better. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's only through God be the glory. Um, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Yeah. Uh, continue to uh, take your prayer life to a new level. Continue to study and read. Let's continue to grow in the word. Uh, the goal is to try to be a little holy, dice. Just a little holy. Just you just said a just little, a little, just a little hole. Not even you know? a lot. Yeah, just a little hole. Tiny smidgen. I'm just saying, you know, in a time where you know everybody making songs talking about be unholy, why don't you try to be holy? That's, I'm just saying, just try to be holy, just a little bit. Erica what? Campbell said it much. I, I I need just a little more Jesus. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what I don't know what the draw is. It's it's just a death draw. So I, I don't know. But yeah, we need a little more holy. So shout out to Eric Campbell for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Once again, you're tuned into the fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And uh, Dice, oh my goodness. <laughs> you, you, you was talking off air about um, Michael Jordan and um, Michael Jordan's son and um, uh, what's going call it? Scotty Pippen's ex-wife going out. And I see the you know internet been going crazy about it and talking about it. And um I don't know. I just feel like uh, <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like this is wrong on so many levels. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> it just, I think it just did. seems weird. It just seems I think weird. The Bible says, "Do unto others as you would have them do unto you." And so it's very biblical. What happened? Wait a minute. Do, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's well, very biblical. It's very so, biblical. Very biblical. Yeah, he, he, hey, he started dating people, uh, you already know, focus, 15 plus years younger. And then when your ex or your son go do it, you mad? Don't be mad because you you show me this. This is what we talk about, accountability and mentorship and the things that you show to your child. Whatever they do, whatever you do, they feel like they can do. So, dad, you did that. 
Okay. And and trust me, there is a we love him as the goat. Shout out to you, uh, Michael Jordan. I would love a discount on all my shoes if you could hook that up. And I'm upset about your child choosing an older woman. But then again, I'm not because you chose a younger woman. So the fact he's choosing an older woman, you don't, there's no room to say anything. This is what I'm talking about. This is what, this is why we say whatever life we, this is the life we lead. This might've been his Nana though. This might've been his Nana. Nana or not? Nana. Godmother. This might've been the Godmother or something. This this is weird. But we didn't say nothing though when R. Kelly did it. No, no, I did. So does oh, be very clear. No, absolutely. No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm no, not one of those we ones. We didn't, we didn't say no. We didn't say no when Puffy did it. I still am we, saying stuff. We, I've been saying we, stuff. We, we didn't say anything uh, when Eddie Murphy did it. I did say. We, we didn't say anything when Tiger Woods did it. Like I did so it's say like, No, no, you may have said something, but the world allows this shenanigan of you dating. So especially men, and that's why that's why I say I blame men. I can't blame her on this one. I blame the man's. And here's the thing: uh, we all we love Michael Jordan. We can't control what his son does. But I'll be honest, he started the trend. You can't you can't go marry a 15 to 20 year old or date a 15 to 20 year old younger individual and then turn around and tell me I can't do the same. It's, this is what I'm talking about. Like households, <clears throat> it's so funny because. I share with my husband when we got married, honey, there are some things that we say or do as, as grown adults, but we can't do that in front of the kids. Why? I never want to give them a reason to be like, oh, that's why I smoke crack. Cause I saw you. It's like, no, stop your behavior. Please stop your behavior. Cause you have babies watching you. They're watching you. So that's all I'm trying to say is like, I hate the situation. It's wild. I don't even know if it's going to work out. Like you said, this could be Nana. I'm pretty sure she's in some photos of him when he was younger. But every time men do this, we don't say much. And then when women do it, it just, the whole sky is falling. It's like, no, no, no. She out here. She out here living her best life. Let her live her best life. And here's the thing. You know, she in her prime. So she's out here like, I'm about to get what I can get. And you know what? The conversation we need to have one day is people in Hollywood can only date certain people. You can't just be out here dating people back from Connecticut or wherever you got to date in a certain group of people financially from a safety perspective from who knows you perspective and we don't know about the relationship uh with scotty pippen all we know is it didn't work out you know what too early too early in the morning for you i'm done done on my rant i'm not saying to do it i'm just saying like when you're in that life of everything is game fair game your kids a fair game yeah, I get it. I, listen. Kid, I, listen, I'll be real with you, but our kids already know, and we make it a point to threaten people uh, with violence. Don't play me. Please don't play with my kids. Like, that's how our that, our household is like that. These kids be like, hey, mom, dad, I want you to meet such and such. Yeah, tell them to come over. And when they roll over, it's a house full of people waiting on them. Because we, we're here like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, there's certain things that's not going to happen in this family. And and that's all I'm trying to say is like, if the standard isn't set early and people know, then, you know, people try you. But uh, please don't try that over here because it it's not going to end very well for you. And I, my father's a cop, so it ain't going to end very well for multiple reasons. I hate to throw that out there, but I'm from the streets. So please don't bring that 15-year-old, 20-year-old dynamic over here. But I don't, don't talk about love. You and I both know how the brain matures so yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it ain't it ain't love either it's, it's love it ain't love <laughs> no it's it's not it's love 
you can't love nobody 20 years younger than you. I, not not in that level of for like a, a relationship mm-hmm. or a serious like talking about possibly marrying them. This well, but, but we we have to have that conversation on one day. And here's the we thing. Will. We, have, we, our, we will. We will. And I agree. I agree. We got to have that talk. I ain't with it. Our daughter, our youngest, she just turned 18. And my husband was, he was like, yeah, as she was young, I used to make jokes. But when she got older, I was like, that's not funny. To his homeboys, he was like, that's not funny. I got a daughter that age. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not funny. And so I think with maturity, you should have a revelation of what you trying to do. <laughs> what you trying to do? But everybody don't have that. Yeah, yeah. We're going to get back to we gonna get back to that. And uh, like I say, I ain't, I, I ain't letting the men off the hook either. I, I don't agree with nothing. These men are not off the hook. I'm just saying, I don't agree with hook. nothing that they're doing. I promise you, none of that, that, you know, shouts out to you, Puffy, if you're listening. But yeah, I don't agree with what you're doing. And I can go down the list, all of them. No, I didn't agree go with none of them list. doing. No, I ain't going to go. I'm just saying, I, I, didn't, I didn't agree with none of them. So I, I just want to mm-hmm. let that be clear. Now, I don't care, male or female. I'm not biased. Let's be very clear. No, no. Mm-hmm. Get somebody in your age right. I just feel like you should have, you should be sitting and, and be with somebody where you shared some stories some childhood mm. stories some mm. shows y'all like meals y'all like look they don't even these these young uh, up and coming kids not don't even cook they don't even know like different cuisines and stuff like all they know is takeout mm. <laughs> so yeah it's just it's just a difference so yeah that's fine we, we, we listen we, it's, we ain't it's, gonna, it's culturally culturally yeah, it's culturally yeah. yeah we ain't gonna keep following that story yeah. uh, we, we bless you with that enjoy that today <laughs> Uh, let's get into it. We got a. Uh, we also have today. Let's be very clear. We got a super talented uh, social media influencer. She's an author. She also, she does podcasting and she does. Uh, you know, she went viral on YouTube and TikTok. Uh, mm-hmm. Raven Hartwell is going to be joining us today for our spiritual detox. She actually just uh, was featured on one of Bizzle's song Million Bucks. So she sings the hook on that. So yeah, we're going to talk a little bit of everything. Uh, you know, she has a powerful testimony. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely think you guys want to hear her testimony of how yeah, I, I call it the story of redemption. Let's be very clear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how you can make a mistake, but you can be, you know, get yourself back up from that mistake. So uh, tap in for that. And Dice going to go in. Um, she already started. So, yeah, she already went in on this, uh, overage, underage uh, dating, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what you call it. But yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because now we're going to talk about haters today. Real talk conversation. Haters. We're talking about haters. Haters. What was you talking about? We're talking about haters. <laughs> so you definitely want to keep it locked for that. There's real talk going to be off the hook. Yeah. Let's get into some music. We got new, uh, yep, new No Big Deal. We also have new, yes, uh, shouts out to our sis. Uh, let's get that on right now. Uh, we got 1K Few coming up too as well, mm-hmm. as well as, uh, yeah, Childlike CC and um, Kid Lee. But right now, yes, our sis, Reese Lachey. Our sis, Reese Lachey, with that new her. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus. You already know you tap back into the fix. Your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B and poetry. Stop playing. You know what time it is. Uh, listen, we, we got an exclusive for you this morning. We're joined by a super talented. Listen, let's be very clear. She is a social media influencer. Uh, she's a mentor. She's a podcaster. Uh, and she has a very, you know, she's an author, too, as well. She has a very unique faith story uh, that I wanted to bring her on this morning to talk, to share with the people. 
Um, we talk all the, all the time about how God and how God can restore you and just put you in a place to where he can use you in a mighty, mighty way. So listen, without further ado, help me welcome in the super talented Raven Hartwell. What's going on, sis? Hey, what's up? <clears throat> how are you? <laughs> all is well. All is well. Thanks for uh, just hopping on with us this morning. No, no problem. Thank you so much for having me. It's a blessing. And thanks for doing everything that you're doing, um, and especially creating, uh, you know, an uh, environment for Christians and for people to hear things like this. It's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yes, for someone who may not know Raven, uh, walk us through a little bit of your backstory of your faith journey and what that looks like from, you know, early on to where we are now. Okay, so I'm going to jump right in. Um, so at the beginning of my marriage, about 10, actually, we're going on 10 years now in June, it'll be 10 years. Um, I cheated on my husband. And so uh, after that, the Lord really restored our marriage in such a way by way of my husband, um, you know, his love for me really changed my entire life. And, and not only that, we actually ended up um, losing our son in 2020, which really like everything. All, and it, here's my point. These two things really kind of like took me to where I am today in my faith and really just seeking God because obedience is truly a it's vital it's vital. Like your life is at stake when you're, you're not obedient and it's not in, in obedient to where it's like a tyrant type thing, but it's obedience to where God literally knows what's best for you. And so, you know, that's, that's pretty much like where, where, um, that's pretty much my story, but, um, yeah, along, along the way, the Lord really has restored us and our marriage has been, stronger than ever before and so I just love to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ through my testimony to help others see that if he did it for me he can do it for you I was the adulterous woman in the bible that was literally me <laughs> mm. what what made you be so bold enough to put it on social media I think I first saw it on a tiktok video like speak to that a little bit because I don't know if everybody is uh, able or vulnerable enough to allow for people to see that part of them, like from the beginning all the way through the whole process. Like you were, like I said, I was, I was seeing videos and videos and videos. So like you were very vocal about it off top. What made you do that TikTok video and, and show the world that? In all honesty, I didn't want to. Um, my husband, he was honestly the one that encouraged me to do it. Um, and so I had decided, I prayed about it and I felt, I felt peace about doing that because I wasn't doing it anymore. So I, it would be an, it would have been a different story if I was still cheating and then I go out and I'm like, yo, look, you shouldn't be like, no, I, I wasn't a hypocrite. God had really transformed my mind and my, my, my marriage at that time. And so, um, it was literally the leading of the Lord to share that the testimony of, Hey, God did this for me. Um, and he can do it for you. And after that, so many marriages were um, people were really pouring in and like, you know, saying like, wow, I, I thank you for saying that. And, and not only that, it was literally like I was the only woman to even admit that I had cheated on my husband. So it to, to the world, it seemed crazy. But to me, it was literally the leading of the Lord. 
what 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 was the the mental what what was your mental state during that? So like you know you you confess to him you you, you know it is what it is. What where were you at mentally type when you to even have that conversation with your husband? Like you know. So my mental state at that time was devastated because this was a drunk situation um, and a friend at like a work type thing. And um, I literally called my husband immediately, which mm. is crazy. Um, people are like, oh, well, that's why I get why you're, you know, your husband stayed. But at the end of the day, like I, I'm the type of person, if I do something wrong, I, I can't hold that. Like it eats at me. So even when it comes to the Lord. So like, I'm literally like, I can't, I have to repent and I have to say what I have to say um, because it, it eats at you. It, it literally does. Um, and so that was my mindset at the time. And at the time he didn't, he didn't believe me. He was like laughing, but he heard me like crying and he was like, oh no, she's serious. And then the laughter turned into him just bawling, crying weeping and we were both like we were both weeping at the wow. time wow and you said this was somebody you would previously work with huh yeah yeah i'm praying for your husband because I, I, I could just only imagine me i would have been up there the next day at work and laying holy hands on you i'm sorry on somebody i'm sorry i just would have been laying holy hands on somebody yeah. <laughs> i'm just saying yeah he <laughs> wanted to yeah. Okay. That, that listen. I, I I understand. So wow. Bring us up to speed now. Where you are now. So you go through this whole process. You did you reach out to? I don't know. Were you uh, already connected to a local church, a member of a local church? Did you start getting some type of spiritual counseling to like you know get yourself back together, or how did that work? So at the time when we were restoring or in the midst of restoring our marriage, we had nobody to go to to be honest not even a marriage counselor or anybody it, we had our parent my mother she was like talking with us she was the only one who knew um my dad wasn't really involved because he didn't really know how to handle that like so um my mom she would talk with us and and honestly like it was just us like we did a lot of fasting and praying like i don't and that was literally the leading of the lord because we had nobody to go to at that time and I, I and then after that we actually did move we ended up moving to georgia um and um you know my my um my aunt and my uncle they would you know speak with us you know during like after like arguments or whatever um you know to like, like reconcile to get to the root of certain things and then um you know but but really it was a lot of like like we were really kind of it felt like we were navigating it on our own um, but really we weren't, the Lord was really with us. Um, now I'm literally thinking back and I'm like, dang, like, but yeah, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it was. Um, yeah. You know, we saw a lot of, um, I know we're at the back end of this pandemic, pandemic pretty much being over with, but I know early 2020 and 2021, we saw a lot of, uh, Christians, believers, kingdom marriages crumble and a yeah. lot of divorces happen. Um, from your perspectives, being that, you know, you, you went through a restoration within your marriage. Why do you think so many kingdom marriages crumble? To be all to be very honest with you, um, the opposite of love is selfishness. So there any type of selfishness is going to 
it's gonna mess up. It, it can, it can, it can, it's, it's gonna mess up literally anything. Like any relationship that you have, and there's even an ounce of selfishness there. Uh, you're you, you're kind of subject to doing and and behaving uh, however you want. I mean, it, it, you think about it. Um, love is is it's a service. It's it's literally selfless. So, um, you know, it could be a lot. A lot of marriages tend to end by way of lack of being willing to do something, or somebody's not willing to. Like you know, like it, it has something to do with their will and and just that what you want or when in reality it's about the both of you you're one you you're you are um you know you're supposed to be on one accord um that's just my opinion but um that's how, and that's how I viewed it you know because after my husband and I went through what we went through I had to really learn how I was learning how selfish I actually was and not only that he was seeing how selfish he was so it was really a I have to I have to pick up my cross. Like when you're married, it is the it is it is symbolic of Jesus for real. That's good. That's good. Yes, I agree wholeheartedly. Uh, if God let me live uh, to this July, it'd be 23 years for me. So um, oh. I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. I, I think, yes, you do have to represent. If Christ is not in the center of the marriage, it will never work because absolutely we all can uh, wake up uh, one day in our feelings and yeah. we know our feelings can be misguided, you know. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, wow, you, you go through this rush. How did you even get into Okay, you did the TikTok video. You started seeing the response. Everybody reaching out, whether it's good or bad, whatever, whatever. How did you get to a place to where you started doing almost like this motivational speaking around this conversation and and, and everything you're doing with the podcast and YouTube videos? Um, honestly, I I I, I wanted to. I I believe the Lord was saying like I have to provide. We had to provide a resource for those to go to because I didn't want people to think like I was just trying to share that just to get famous or anything. Because I don't have no like desire to get famous off of something like being the girl that cheated on her, you know, her husband. I mean, although people know me as that, but um, you know, there's resources out there where we're going in depth to actually help people. Um, rather than, and it's all free. So like, like the podcast, like even my husband and I are actually working on a book right now, um, trying to help couples, you know, fast to get to their point, their breakthrough in their marriage, um, after infidelity specifically. But, um, yeah, I, I, we really wanted to create a resource and God provided that. Um, and he provides even the words. Sometimes I don't even know what to say and it just comes out. That's good. Listen, DJ Focus, you're tuned into The Fix right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. We got to go to a quick break. I promise you, don't touch that down. We're coming right back with more from Raven Hartwell. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Welcome back, DJ Focus. You're tuned back into The Fix right here on Holy Culture Radio, Sirius XM Channel 154. Listen, still got the super talented, listen, author, social media influencer, artist, Raven Hartwell on the line with me. So, Raven, talk about it. Um, first, yeah, come on, because we're going to talk music now, because yeah, a lot of people might not know that you're doing music and everything. Tell us, you know, who were some of your musical inspirations growing up that even got you into even thinking about doing music, singing and everything? Um, in all honesty, it definitely Whitney and 
I really love, I just, I love Whitney and um, Todd Delaney for sure. I love Todd, but yeah, those are my two. That's no, it. that's that's good. So, 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 talk about the the culture of music growing up in your city. Like, what was that like, and how did that shape you as an artist? See, I grew, I grew, I'm from Vegas, so yeah. uh, West Coast all the way. Right. And that's strange. I at the time, the way the culture was, I, I, I honestly, I just wanted to sing for the Lord. I had no dealings with like, I really had no, okay. I, I did like some little like mixtapes or whatever, but other than that, like I knew what I needed to do. I knew what I, I wanted to do. And that was to sing for, for God. I grew up in the church. Um, so I really, I had little knowings of the things that was um, like, like as far as the culture, so to speak, if, if you know what you just asked, but yeah, that. That's what I, I pretty much have to say about that. No, that's fine. Are you a PK? I I am. <laughs> oh, so now it makes sense. So you know, yeah. Listen, I listen. We ain't gonna get you out of here without speaking of that dynamic. Speak to growing up as a PK. You know, you know, uh, misconceptions or or the stuff. You know, that usually people saying is is that real? Is that genuine? Speak a little bit to that, just from your experience. Um, as a peak, I mean, it's real for sure. I think anytime somebody has an assignment on their life, their kids are going to have, they're going to kind of feel the back end of that. So, and especially if, and my dad, I hate to, I'm not bashing my dad. I love my dad. I understand. But a lot of the things that he did, um, he never really took care of home and he was more so focused on a lot of the church. So anytime you're in that type of, anytime you're in ministry, a lot of times you can tend to forget or even just like um, kind of put your kids um, on the back end and not really tend to the needs that, you know, is spiritually needed for them. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much like my story concerning that. You can go, it goes a long way, but for, for any PKs out there, I say really like, sit with God and just pray for your family for sure. Was it a struggle, you know, just talking with your dad by him being a pastor and just, and just with your journey, was that a struggle for you just to go and sit down with him and just try to, you know, pour, you know, receive something from him, but also tell him, Hey dad, this is where we're at. You know, can you pour into me? What's your advice? Like, was that tough for you? Yeah. Yeah. Because see the way that my dad was like, it was, um, it was very tough because he he wasn't the type to like explain. It was more so of like, uh, it was. I hate saying this. I, it it really was like almost like abuse, kind of like he was tending more so. Like when I say tending more so to the people, there was no real tending to us. So anytime I had a question or I needed advice, I wasn't able to really get that because it was kind of like receiving two sides of like two different people. If that makes any sense, mm. uh, trying to disclose as much information without, like, you know, no, 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 that's real. Did that affect the 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 man that you selected to date? Did that the relationship yes, between I, your dad? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I even, I think I even stated this on like it was another podcast that I did. Um, a lot of the reason why I had even got with my husband was because he wasn't like my dad. So, um, 
you know, he was genuine in everything that he said, you know, everything that he did, it was, it was genuine. Even when I would ask for advice, he was, he would give that freely. Um, So, and, you know, it took a lot of guys for me to get to him. Not like, I'm not saying that to be like, no, I'm just saying, I'm just being real. Let's be real. Listen, I ain't draw. I ain't saying that. Listen, 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 I'm going to be real. It did. It took, it took a journey to get to him. But I, when I got to him, I mean, I could go in on this. When I got to him, it wasn't as like, um, I didn't treat him right. Cause I didn't know how to do him. I didn't know how to, I, I just, it was, uh, it was, it was, it's a lot that, I mean, I don't want to take up your time, but yeah. No, you're good. I, so, so my thing is this. So then did you turn to music? Was music your therapy or did you seek some type of therapy? Cause I, I from what I'm hearing, you're very passionate about what you know. You're mm-hmm. very passionate about, you know, understanding your relationship, not only with God, but also how your father's uh, relationship impacts you and then how you carried on with your dating. So now th- th- was the music an outlet for you, like some type of therapeutic outlet, or did you seek like, you know, professional therapy? No, we, I actually never did any professional. Th- the last therapist I saw, um, she actually like prescribed me like pills. And then I just was like, I'm not doing this. I could never go back to another therapist. Um, so really, I saw, yes, music was an outlet. Um, I listened to a lot of Bizzle's music. I'll be very honest with you. Um, because he was so real and so honest, so raw. Um, even throughout our marriage, when, when we were going through things like he, his music really uplifted, man, I could cry. Wow. Uh, it, he really uplifted us and just really like, it took me to, it, he actually helped get me where I am today. That makes any sense. No, it makes perfect sense. And thank you for sharing that. You, so talk about that. How, how did you even meet Bizzle and, and the connection even before you guys made this hot single y'all got right now going how did you even meet him did you was it a DM was it an email did you like you know what I have to tell him how his music has been impacting me like I can't just keep not sharing this with him no uh actually he had actually followed me one time I had mm. followed him and then he followed back and then I followed I followed his wife also and then he actually unfollowed me and then I had, anyway, I went and unfollowed him and it was like crazy. I was like, why did he, um, that hurt me. I was like, why did he unfollow me? So then I guess like a year later, um, the Lord had, uh, he had released a song called, um, or I wanted to do his, like, it was that song called, um, it was about like, you trying to turn your little boy into a princess, uh, that song. So I did that song on TikTok. And then um, I had actually went and I had followed him again. And then he turned around and he followed back. And I guess he saw that video. That video went viral. Um, It was a bunch of hate on that video. And um, after that, we had been following each other since. And then also his wife as well uh, followed. And after that, he just kind of hit me up and he was like, hey, like, you know, do you sing or, or whatever? And yeah, so... That's pretty much how that came about, but it, it what was, was it, what was that feeling like? Listen, Bizzle hit you up like, uh, do you sting? You know, and I know you like, yes. <laughs> yeah, no, it was just like that. Like I was, I was very, um, I was kind of starstruck a bit because I was like, dang, like this is he's literally who I listen to all the time. Um, 
so yeah i was i was a bit starstruck but i, I did answer <laughs> so so when you finally answered y'all start building and all right you guys picked out this track or he picked out this track for you to finally be on talk us through the creative process like what was your thought process of even okay all right what what do i what i say how do i create this like walk us through creating uh the song um well he created the song okay everything even your even your hook and everything yeah yeah he okay 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 I, I, didn't, I didn't know if you, you had some type of you know process in it that's why i was asking Oh yeah, no, that was all him. I tried, I actually sent him like something where I was like harmonizing. He was like, no, I don't like that. Like, well, he didn't say he didn't like it, but he was like, <laughs> right. like the first one better, the one he did, so. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, so so just, you know, what, what can we expect going forth now? You know, let's be very clear, you know, it, it's a banger. Uh, I think uh, your hook and everything you brought to the song, you brought high energy. We know what Biz will bring, absolutely. Uh, he's a huge reason why I do this show here because uh, actually you're totally right when you talk about somebody that's transparent that's real that makes you think about things yeah. that's that's something that always draws me to Bizzle he makes you think it's like wow he's so, he's so off the hook with it but I gotta go research this stuff to make sure let me see if he's lying or not yeah. <laughs> and then you find out he ain't lying he'd be like oh my goodness yes he's so needed like he's doing way more work than he probably thinks he is like he's changing lives for sure He's definitely dope, but um, for me, I, I I don't know what's next, honestly. Especially regarding like them, whatever he wants, I told him. Like my answer is pretty much yes. Like regarding him and his wife, like you know, and, and God over money, whatever they need, um, I'm there for them. Um, just because of literally like what the Lord has, He's used them in my life, trip like tremendously. So. How about yourself personally? Do you think you would ever make like a whole project, an EP, a mixtape, or just something on your yourself? I would love to. I right now I, I'm in the place of just kind of sitting with the Lord and trying to figure out what He wants. Like, cause I don't want to do nothing outside of what He wants. What's next for you? What 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 else you got going? Um, honestly, I know we have my husband. Like I said, my husband and I are coming out with a book. Um, we're going to start doing a lot more, um, like, infidelity talk. Um, just really trying to help other couples. And maybe even, like, not counseling, but just, like, coaching, maybe. I, I'm not sure. We, we, we're still talking about that. So, yeah. Uh, let, let's have some fun before I get you out of here. Give me your three top gospel groups of all time. Whoa. Uh, definitely the Winans. Uh, well, oh, Clark sisters for sure, and um, dang, I don't really have anything. Anybody else? Really? Yeah. No, no Dawkins and Dawkins. No Mary Mary. Oh, no, the no, walls Mary, group. Mary 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 for sure. Mary Mary for sure. I met Tina one time, and I was like, I just loved her. I loved her personality. Everything about her. So yes, Mary Mary. <laughs> Listen, you scared me for a second. I'm like, is she a PK too? Wait a minute. Did, did shame the devil? You better say some names now. <laughs> All right. So if you could create a super group, of course, you're still the lead singer in this super group. If you could pick two artists, dead or alive, from any genre of music, what two artists you pick? Definitely, I would say Tina. But oh man, she's like a powerhouse. Um, Tina and 
I'm trying to think. Uh, I would say Tina and 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 Erica for sure. That's that what's up. Like a. That's what's up. A dream come true. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, we appreciate you coming through with us and rocking with us this morning, Raven. Tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social medias and website, and as well as introduce your latest single with uh, Bizzle. Yeah, um, so you can connect with me on uh, Raven Thomas Harwell um, on Instagram, uh, Raven Harwell on TikTok, uh, and yeah, check out the, the song, check out Bizzle's album, um, Lightwork 3. And the song that I am on is Million Bucks. Keep it locked. You tune into The Fix. You know The Fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. It's time to get a little real. Let's get real dice uh, today. Let's hop into this one. This is a fun one. I think this is uh, one that me and you, uh, we got too many experiences about and just with what? and just understanding. Yeah, no, I, well, okay, so I'm going to get free. Sorry. Maybe you know, yeah, you, I got a lot of experience. You, I got, you get free. Yeah, yeah. Let's keep I got it. a lot of experience with this one, this topic today. Well, so today we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about how do you deal with haters? I don't know. Like, yeah, how do you do it? You know? For some who may not even know what is a hater. Now, come on, I'm glad you asked that question. What is a hater? Uh, listen, a hater is a label that's used to refer to people who use negative and critical comments and behavior to bring another person down by making them look or feel bad. Uh, these hurtful and negative comments can be delivered in person, online, through text, through apt. But they're often uh, a behavior that is very much negative. It's repeated over multiple times. And usually haters are often anonymous. So usually a lot of people who are haters, especially when you talk about online, you hide behind the online presence and your social media platforms. And you make all these comments, these these hatred comments. Yeah, not seriously, because some of these are believers. Uh, at least when you go to their little descriptions and they they social media platforms, dice. Oh, God. I'm sold out for Jesus. I love Jesus. Uh, they got Philippians four and nine up. You know, they got <laughs> Romans twelve and two up there. I mean, no, just all this stuff. But you're a bunch of haters. Every chance you get to tear somebody down because you don't agree with something, mm. you just hate on them. So that's why, once again, I'm going to read that definition again of what a hater is. A hater is a label used to refer to people who use negative and critical comments and behavior to bring another person down by making them look or feel bad. They mm -hmm. use hurtful and negative comments to deliver uh, to a person online through text, through apps. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk What's about why, why do people hate, what, what a hater is, and you know what? What did what did God say about hatred? You know, God, God, God. You know, it, it says some things in the Word about what God hated and what He said about hatred. So we're gonna dive into all of it, dice. So yeah, I said a you lot. Want to tell him what the seven things is that God hates? Go I ahead. Go ahead. Uh, there are six things uh, that the Lord hates. Seven that are an abomination to Him: haughty eyes, a lying tongue. A hand that sheds innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, 
and one who sows discord among his brothers. That's Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. And uh, everything about social media and everything you just said, uh, we can just wrap it all up in here from the gossipers to the, the people that be lying and always talking about lies. And they just quick to go run and tell evil. The people that are shedding innocent blood, killing people, doing harm, lying. Just you think you all that type of eyes. Are you serious? All of these. Um, God hates. This is what God hates. So let's go ahead and get into this, these haters. <laughs> Well, I had to bring it up. No, I, I, I appreciate you telling us what God hates, because uh, and, and we'll come back to that too as well. Because yes, that that is very important to understand what God hates. But let's let's be very clear. You talked about it. You brought it up yesterday. You brought up the the comment of everybody needs a hater to keep them consistent, because usually a hater, you know, uh, yeah, keeps you consistent and. It keeps you consistent and and, and dry. It, well, I'm sorry. It should keep you consistent and pushing forward. Uh, a wise man told me, if you ain't got no haters, I mean, you ain't doing nothing nobody acknowledging and mm-hmm. that you you know that people respect. So yeah. you should always look for hate because people usually see something mm-hmm. in you that they wish they could do. That's why mm-hmm. they hate. You. That's what mm-hmm. a wise man told me. I don't know what you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think it's very it's it's a fact. So. He was very wise. Like my grandmother said, if everybody loves you, somebody's lying. Like you should never be in a room where everybody just loves you, you know, the way your mama and your daddy love you. Like that, that's not, that's not the truth because people have sin in their life and everybody's not delivered and everybody's not a Christian and everybody doesn't love you. And it's sad that we can use as a meter or a thermometer, our haters to kind of gauge where we are in life. But it's true because I mean, it is what it is. People going to hate you. Like, and, and that's another thing. I, I don't think we talk about that as much, folks, when we talk about coming to know the Lord and coming to Christ. It's always typically like a happy, happy moment. And I'm good with that. But sometimes you got to be real. Like, let everybody know, like, in the same way, and Christ is very specific in the word. They hated me. They going to hate you. Mm, okay. That's good. That's good. Period. So there ain't nothing else to talk about. So if you can't deal, if your self-esteem can't handle the hate, you're going to be struggling in this walk because they hate me. They're going to hate you because you're following me. You're doing the things that I was doing and even greater. Oh, they're going to hate you. We'll have to talk about that one day, too, because uh, it's like, hey, I'm sure people are like, right, there's no way we're doing things greater than Jesus. OK, he said it, not me. So, yeah, there's going to be some hate. Uh, going on in your life if you are loving as opposed to hating if you're serving instead of taking if you're giving you know what I'm saying instead of always risk, it's gonna be some hate and sometimes in your own family in your own household in your own relationship oh there you go by your own by your own kids oh we that's a that's a different one right there when you talk about your own household family friends that are close loved ones that are close to you and you, you know, God showed me something, uh, I would say about a decade ago. Yeah, about nine or 10 years ago. Go ahead. He showed me uh, something in my, in my uh, was I reading a devotional? I was reading mm. something. But he showed, I was going through a, a trying time with a family member. Uh, I can be honest with you. I was going through a very trying time with a family member. Mm-hmm. We just wasn't clicking. Like, we just were not clicking. Like, seriously, sometimes you just don't. No, you just, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's bad because 
when you're around this family member, it's uncomfortable. So we 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 we, we go to family functions or we at each other's house. It's just uncomfortable. It, it got it got to that point where it was uncomfortable to us. Like, wait a minute. What? Okay. Let, let, let me examine what my part is in this role. What did I do? in this role and God clearly showed me I prayed mm-hmm. about it I asked multiple people gave them mm-hmm. all the scenarios mm-hmm. I didn't hold anything back and they were like no nah, you ain't you ain't it. you are not at fault right here mm-hmm. fortunately and this is where the, the the part I tell you about sometimes people can't handle your success this person just can't acknowledge your growth you they see what you've oh, done and now they're just hating on you because they don't want to change yeah and that was tough with a family member. Like I said, I can I can brush somebody mm-hmm. off in the streets, childhood friend, whatever. Yeah, bye, bye, bye. Okay, we grew we grew apart. I get that. But when it's a loved one, you got to go around every holiday or every time we have. You know, my family is big on just having family Sunday dinners. Like it's, it don't have to be like Easter, Christmas, or like you know Fourth of July. No, somebody just you know send a text out. Hey, dinner in my house this Sunday. Come on over. So like it was uncomfortable going around that my, my my family member without having that hard conversation and we had to bring other family in into it and believe it or not dice i found out it's a bunch of haters and i love them all and i know y'all probably listening right now i don't care <laughs> but a bunch of haters in my family and i had to learn how to deal with that because we agree we disagree on different perspectives well uh, i like i like agreeing to disagree because at least we agree in <laughs> that we are not aligned <laughs> mm-hmm. and that your mindset is not my mindset and where God has me, obviously you are not in the Lord. And it's not that I'm better than you, but I refuse to think less than of one, my God and two myself, you know? So if you, mm. if you want to be there, you be there. Nobody's making you, this is, this is the thing about hate. It's so funny to me because some people spend their day in their energy hating on people who ain't even think about them and so it's for me to i never forget i was like man like when i really came to know the lord i was like man i'm forgiving god i was like thank you god and then i called a few people who i knew i had offended and i apologized to them you know and then there were some other people and i posted on on facebook i never forget it like the whole thing i wrote um you know the day that i really rededicated my life to christ and i just apologized to everybody i said man if i ever offended you i apologize but i'm on a different plane right now i get it and uh you can stay where you are but i gotta go <laughs> you know what i'm saying i gotta go so if you're choosing to hate the way god is blessing me i know you're not as blessed as you could be so that's why i be laughing like I, when people be hating i'm like man you are just blocking your blessing hating on me especially when i know i'm one of god's chosen like and it's no disrespect but i have answered my calling like many are chosen you know what I'm saying? But few will answer that call. But no, I was like, no, no, no. I answered that call. So you listen, you you really don't want to hate on me. You're going to get a double block into your blessing. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not even doing anything for you and I'm serving the Lord. You know, so it's unfortunate. But um, sometimes you got to paint the picture and let people know, like, I am not even mad at you. Like, I don't even know what happened. I, I It's so much stuff when you some of y'all ain't been in the world the way I was in the world and where you done did so much dirt or you done offended so many people or there's no way you could possibly apologize for all the wrongs that you have done but when you get free you be like man thank you God I am so free and that story that old story that's God's story that's my story of deliverance that's my testimony now and um listen just 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 watch what God is doing in my life you know what I'm saying and honestly 
it would bless you to really release me. Like you want to keep trying to attack me, you know what I'm saying? That's but you good. get put, you get put in that basket of, of with the enemy. Like you get put in the basket. You know what I'm saying? So it's like get yourself on out that basket. It's stop trying to attack me. Like I, and it's it's like you should not put your mouth on a man or woman of God. And it's unfortunate because I see people do this all the time. On I see them do it all the time on online. Focus. Oh, I can't believe. And it's like really though. Like oh, like you. Boy, boy, if you only knew what you were doing in the spirit and everything that happens in the natural happens in the spirit first. We mm-hmm. see that from birth of humans to birth of vegetables. Like you, there's something happening in this, in the spiritual first before that thing comes to life. So it's like the same hate that you are knitting together. It's going to come for you. That baby coming for you. That baby not coming for me. Okay, wow, that's, so that's you can good. keep on, yeah, keep on making that hate, baby. Ooh, that baby gonna come and wear your life out. <laughs> so it's it's you want to, and sometimes you gotta just be like, look, yeah, I need to stop hating. I've been in chats before, like, man, you guys really need to stop hating on this bird. Like, like not because I know what God is gonna do, but God has been very clear about how you will not be blessed when you are hating, like on other individuals, and it's not our job. And this is so good. I heard a pastor say this last week. We are not the cleaner. We are to be cleaned. That oh, is our. Com- we are not the cleaner. That's we have good. been. We have. We have been commanded to clean up our life and to be a light. But we are not the cleaner. So you guys, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it twisted. You ain't got heaven or hell to put me in. I love when my grandma used to say that. When people say whatever they got to say, tell them, hey, where's the heaven or hell you about to put me in? You know what I'm saying? Because you don't have one. This between me and God. For real. So stop stop all the hate. It's just wa- it's wasted energy, focus. Be honest with you. And it causes health issues. And you know I'd be on my health issue. Uh, no, no, hold hold that. We're gonna we're gonna get to that health. No, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get to them health tips. Listen, break. y'all see this conversation. I love <laughs> that you brought up before we go to break though, the the something that I constantly heard towards the end of that you realizing that you still want to be kind and respectful even though somebody was hating on you it just shows your spiritual maturity as well as Mm. when you talk about how you you can control your emotions and we're going to talk about that because i think hating is an emotional thing uh a lot of these people miserable we're going to talk about it when we get back listen dj focus dice gamble you already see what we're talking about yet we're talking about it the h word haters yeah haters wake up with us this morning haters we love you keep it locked you're Tune into the fix. And the fix is in. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry. And we talking about them haters this morning. We appreciate y'all waking up with us. Mm-hmm. We're talking about banning the H word. Yes, haters, hater. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I constantly have to remind myself, Dice, um, you know, when people, you know, when they comment, you know, and, and, and you know, when haters make comments on people's posts and their page, you know, you have to remind yourself that it's a reflection of them. It's not really about you. Yeah. Um, you know, usually people who, uh, you know, feel good about themselves, they don't need to put other people down. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I was glad that you talked about that emotional part, yeah. um, you know, a minute ago, because I think, yeah, people be caught up in their emotions and, 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 and just, you know, for whatever reason, miserable. Seriously, well, I think hating yeah. is a, a miserable yeah. trait. Like, it's like, why are you yeah. hating? Well, I, I will... I have to say my opinion towards hatred is a little bit different than misery. And I was, I think I was at um, Pastor Chris Bianchi's church and it was brought to light that 
all sin stems from pride. Focus. Yes, I agree. All, and that's hate. Mm. It, it's pride. It's pride disguised as you finger pointing. But it's pride because honestly, you want the attention. It's your insecurity. The reason why you hate. The only reason why you would hate on a rich person is because you broke and ain't got no money and you mad about it. You better the, preach. The only reason why you hate on somebody who fine is because you ugly and you just upset that you ain't get that gene. The only reason why you hate on somebody that got their body in shape is because they actually had a discipline to get up every day and go to the gym and work out, do the crunches. They got an eight pack. The only reason why you would ever hate on somebody who has, you know, like the best mate, husband, wife, whatever, with the beautiful kids holding down on the house is because you just mad God didn't give you that. But it's about you. You upset about you. You're, and so when you learn that, the things that come out of your mouth, this is so funny. You could walk into a room and know who a person is within the first 15 seconds or whatever come out their mouth. You can Facts. literally hear them say whatever it is they're talking about. This is what their concern is. And if they're hating on somebody else, my grandmother used to say, if a dog will bring you a bone, he'll bury a bone. And I never forgot that. Like as soon as they come to you with some drama about somebody else, they talk about you as soon as you walk away because they live that way. That's their lifestyle. They they just they just like to hate, but it's a pride thing because they feel insecure. So they want the conversation to be about them. So as soon as they see something that is uh, exciting, progressive, or something somebody else likes, or they're just mad about it, they hate. And it's just to your to your point, focus. It's, it's they're very emotional, but they're emotional because they lack uh, God's love, and that's really what it gets down to. Like the underlying overtaking of this planet was stemmed from pride, evil, and hatred. The enemy hated what God was doing amongst us. And that is why he was like, oh, I got to go interrupt that. Oh, no, no. You love somebody more. Oh, wait a minute. Look at me. I got wings. What are you talking about? You know what I'm saying? I'm beautiful. No, 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 no. I love what I created. And I didn't just create you, Lucifer. I created a lot of other things. Okay. But it was the jealousy and anger. And that's why it's like, anytime you hate and you're working for the devil. And if you get that in your mind, Every time I'm hating, I'm working for the enemy. Every time I'm hating, it's affecting my body. Like my cortisol and my adrenaline levels are dumping all of this chemical uh, makeup into my bloodstream. And it's it's bringing my health down. It's debilitating. I've, if you ever met an evil old person, you just look at them and you'd be like, oh, you just look evil. How do they look evil? Because we know it's a look. It exists. You can see a person's demeanor. When you see a person with their face all toe up, the way they just look in arms, crossed, upset, just, oh, you just hating over. I, I don't even need you to say nothing. Your body is speaking hatred. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And it's unfortunate because, uh, and I know we're going to put some scripture on it, but it's, it's very clear that the, that your hatred affects you health wise it cuts out your life you know and how long you get to live but it's sad because if a person could just hear the words that are coming out of their mouth like they would understand man i'm such a hater and i i told you one day i said man i have empty days where i write down all my thoughts i write them down not because i want to hear myself but i write them down because i want to know where i am like are you just hating on people right now which is rare it's so very rare that I hate on you because I want to be blessed. Uh, so I'm like, count it all joy is what the Bible says. When focus, if you got a billion dollars tomorrow, I would be like cheering you on. Like I would be so happy. For, I'd be happy for you than I would be for myself because I know God is going to bless me too. Because if God will do it for you, he'll do it for me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we have to learn 
to love. We're commanded to love. It's not an option in Christianity. It's a commandment. That's it. So if we're not walking in love, we are going against God's will, period. And that's one of the things that God hates. So, I mean, I say all that to say, whatever's coming out of your mouth, that's how you feel concerning your experience and your life. But you need to take that to the Lord and deal with that. Why do I hate this person? Why do I hate my parents? Why do I hate my life? Why do I hate this? Well, guess what? You got some ownership in all of this hate because it's stemming from you. Nobody, nobody's calling you in the morning at 6 a.m. I need you to hate today. Make sure you hating at 7 a.m. Nobody's nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody calling you to tell you to get on your hate game. You're doing it on your own, in your soul, in your spirit. Some people can't even sleep. Some people spend their whole 20s. I, I told somebody the other day, I said, how old are you? 45. I said, so you're going to let the five-year-old you screw up the 50-year-old you. Because Facts. you can't you can't let go of what happened to you forty years ago, so you are gonna carry forty years of hate. But what you don't get no cookie, you don't get no t shirt, you don't get no uh, you don't get no uh, award, chocolate chip, you don't get no website. You're missing out on that. I be hating all day. No, 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 you don't get nothing. You ain't getting nothing. But death, death is sure to come to those who hate. Hate is a motivator for all evil behavior. The Bible is very clear about that. Notice, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger. But an anger man does not produce the righteousness of God. We are commanded to love. James 1 and 19. So it's like, what are we talking about? But it's just this it's a low self-esteem and it's a trick of the enemy. And here's the thing. Y'all quit blaming this on the devil. Once the devil show you how to hate one time, when you keep hating for the next 40 years, that's on you. Facts. That's on you. You you picking it up every day. Oh, oh. And you have the ability to change your heart at any time. Give that hate to God. God, I receive your love. I don't even want to hate no more. I'm tired of carrying that weight. Please take it. God says, I will snatch that away because I will make all your burdens easy. Your yoke light, your yoke light, your burdens easy. I'll take it. But you got to give it to me. So we can stop hating at any time, but it, it's just, it does nothing but spawn evil thoughts. It just disrupts family events. It makes people not even want to see you coming their way. People don't even want to talk to you because every word out of your mouth is hate. I'm going to go ahead and get free real quick. So, you know, we just had our graduation. The day after our daughter had somebody call her to point out what went wrong the day at her graduation the day after and so I'm sitting with the kids and I said listen you guys are going to have to learn regardless if they're family friends or whoever if they are not pointing out the goodness of God in your life or how God has blessed you or what went well you know what I'm saying especially if it's in the past it's not even in a, it's in the past you're going to have to let them go mm. And it's and it hurts, but you gotta recognize a hater in your life. Like why why would somebody always bring to light things that are wrong or happen went wrong? I was like, it's so sometimes we focus, even as humans, if we got people in our life that don't mean us any good, you know, as my grandma say, they don't mean you any good, we gotta let we gotta, I gotta let you go. And that's a relationship. That could be a parent, that could be child. If you don't mean me any good, we can't have a full life together. Because I can't go my whole life with you being out of the will of God. And I think I can be in in fellowship with you. It don't work like that. Because if you're hating, that's evil. I can't cover you. I can't connect with you. And the Bible's very clear. All hatred 
spawns evil and evil works. So you're going to cause me to stumble or are you trying to get me caught up every day when I'm focused on when I'm focused on God and getting my best life? And and so that's why I'm like, I I shut it down. So and some, some of y'all got to rebuke it as soon as people say it out their mouth. I just don't think you look good in that. I rebuke that. I, I'm pretty sure I do look good in this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's okay. That's okay. You get to feel how you want to feel. And I get to walk away. You know, I just, I just hate, you know, every time you think you got, you know, you just think you all that. No, I know I'm all that. And the reason why is because God said I was all that. He said I was called. I was worthy. I was, I was already designed for this. This is my destiny. You know what I'm saying? Like I did, I deserve, God said that. Not me. Don't be mad at me. Don't be mad at Jesus. Don't be mad at me. I'm not going to argue with you because I'm blessed. You can't make me feel bad that God didn't bless me. You're not going to be able to, it's just focus. If we, Lord Jesus, if we walk away with any awards, no, no, I feel, so, I feel sorry for y'all. You can hate all you want, but just know it was God. It wasn't me. So you hating the wrong individual. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm done. I, and, be, I, and be careful. Be careful what you say. Because if you say something in the comments, I'm going to say something back. The Lord knows. No, no, seriously. Pray for me. Father God, I pray right now that you just keep dicing our humble because if the if you say so and you happen to want to acknowledge us one more again with one of them one one of them awards. One more Lord, you Lord, I'm gonna look right up at you first before I say something. I'm say I'm sorry. I, I know, I know, I'm sorry. I know I do. I know better, but I'm about to give, give, listen. This is grace. Give me grace listen. right here because I'm about to say something real quick. Say something. Yeah, I'm about to say something. Did you see what they say? I know you said. I know. Re, re, give them back love, even though they. You know, but you see what they say. I know. I listen. Now this is so. Listen. This is this is somebody who who's not a hater. But let's mm. be very clear. Uh, yes, if, if if the Lord say something. In, in, in July about something and, and he want to bless something. us with something. No, if he just happened to just mention something while we might be in Vegas in July, if he just might just, while we walking down the red carpet, just say something, you're going to have to hold both of these Negroes, me and her. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then we got our spouses on the right and left of us, so you oh, have to no, hold them too, because my yeah. wife is my number one cheerleader. I promise you. What? Know, she, what? what? God did God did. God did. God did. <laughs> God did. And I was saying, uh, first John four and 20, whoever, and if someone and whoever, if they say, I love God, but hates their brother, that person is a what? A liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, but cannot love God whom they have not seen, they're a liar. So you can't, you can't not love me and say you you know what I'm saying like you, you can't not love me but you love God it don't work like that so that's what I'm saying we got the basics well, we got well, the basics. here's the thing Dice. I, I'm with you on that so basic. I'm with you it is basic but it's not it's basic to the ones who want to receive it and it's it, it is, it's 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 basic on the other side to the ones who just haters we have to understand that criticism can be a sign of pain I keep telling you this people sometimes lash out because they have struggles in their life dice yeah. and if they struggling in their life they look to tear other people down 
So that's just a real reality. It's me, and I've said that to say again because it's Mental Health Awareness Month. But it's pride. I, what, 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 what I want to, I know it's pride, but it's also some of these people need counseling too, Dice. I ain't, I ain't tiptoeing past that. They easier, need therapy. It's easier for me to talk about you focus and say how what you not than for me to go to counseling. It's easier for me to be like, oh, I remember the oh, time yeah. I let you borrow five dollars and you didn't give it back for me to go to counseling. It's easy to be like, oh, you think you all that I called you, you ain't respond to me instead of going to counseling. It's easier to give a story that I'm the victim. It's, it's so much easier for me to yeah. be the victim. 2023. And, and we, we, we ain't letting them off the hook, guys. Hey, thank thank you for tuning in to The Fix. Thank you for tuning in to The Fix. We love you. We agree. We disagree. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, let, let us go pay these bills so we can get our check. Right. Hallelujah. Uh, we'll be right back with Closing Thoughts. Keep it locked. You're tuning in to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Welcome back. Welcome back, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix, your source for faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And uh, we had fun today talking about them haters, Dice. Haters. Haters gonna hate. You gotta let the haters hate, but you gotta do you. Do what God's called you to do. Keep going, walking in God's grace and glory and your path and your journey. Walk hand in hand with the Lord because you're always gonna have a hater. Trust me. That's okay, though. That's okay. We got to love them and pray for them. That's what the Bible say. Pray for your haters. It really says pray for your enemies, but we're going to substitute that word today and say pray for your haters. And I'm praying for the Lord to clean clean your heart up because that's a heart issue, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Anytime you got to hate on somebody else, I feel like that's a heart issue. I, I really feel like mm-hmm. that's some malice in your heart for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Whatever you might see me or my sister or my mama or my whoever mm-hmm. doing that you hating on us. Yeah, mm-hmm. you come on you can do the same thing put mm-hmm. the work in i usually yeah. i usually look at two things when i see somebody hating on me i say okay let me assess okay yeah they're kind of lazy in that area so they ain't putting the work in so they're not seeing the results mm-hmm. or you know what i'm saying uh they just want to you know what i'm saying uh don't want to for whatever reason mm-hmm. um you know just want to hate so yeah check check your heart i'm praying for hearts to be cleaned up when you talk about haters. Mm-hmm. that's that's my prayer because i think it, i really think it's a hard issue for real for real yeah, and we, and we got to talk about it more amongst the church dice i hate to say it Ooh, but it's a lot bring the church into this no yes we are we listen we talking to believers we we appreciate the non-believers that's listening <laughs> no, but i'm talking about the, the, the believers that be in church in the, in oh, the praise team in the pool pits uh in the parking lot ministry and yeah the nurses guild yeah yo they in the nurses guild you know that you know they in the nurses guild you can't tell nothing the elders some of the elders you can't tell them nothing i wish you would i wish you would come over here mm-hmm. yeah listen but yeah let's get better we just need to get better we need to show the love of christ more we need to accept each other's differences too as well i think too as well nice no, come on you the nurses guild is still living it's still going that was the one that got, I'm, I'm cracking up because i'm like Neither. you know it you know some stories yeah um, you know some stories talk just gossiping and hating on each other for no reason just gossiping and hating so yeah like we, let, we, let's get like, better like we already talked about whatever's you know the issues of our heart flow out of our mouth 
So whatever you have a problem with in your heart and you're constantly saying that or you're constantly drawn to that or calling that out in other people, you still have some work to do in that area. It is what it is. Like whatever we feeling and thinking on the inside comes out of our mouth. If you give a person like the first 15 seconds when you first meet them and just let them talk, you find out a lot about people and how they feel and think. And those are the things that are on the top of their mind. And so um, I, I, you know, I don't know what I think it's identity is why people hate. I'll be real with you, focus. It's because they don't know their true identity. So if I don't know who I am or what I am, I'm going to always try to shut down other people's things because I, I feel lost. So the only way to make myself feel better is to is to talk about you and put you down. And that's sad because a lot of people feel that way. And it's just because they don't have their own thing going on. <laughs> my grandmother used to say, go sit down somewhere and stop fanning. And I promise you, in my older age, I understand with that fanning, you just back and forth doing the most. Please go sit down somewhere. <laughs> Please go have several seats. Take take all the seats, but just pick, just go sit down. But at, to your point, we, we need to pray for people who are, are haters. There are some people who are genuinely hate. And you know what? We need to call it out because we always calling out, uh, you know, the things of the enemy. But it's rare that we call out people for being haters. It's very rare. You know, when they always hate, just be like, man, everything you say, you're you're demeaning. You speak demeaning towards people or condescending towards people. Have you ever thought about that? You know what I'm saying? It's nothing wrong with you calling your brother or sister up and being like, every time you mention that particular genre's name or whatever religion's name, it's always negative. Did you know that? Did you know that? You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes you got to just be like, man, do you even know what you say? Because every, every time I see you, I know it's going to be negative. Whatever's coming out your mouth. The words coming out of your mouth are going to be negative. It's never positive. So it's nothing wrong with calling out a hater. I think we do have to pray for them and love on them differently to try to help them, you know? Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to lay holy hands on them. Mm-hmm. That part, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. That part, too. That the spirit move. Focus. Yeah, hey. I just think the anointing need to be on. You just need to lay hands on them. Yeah, a little hands. Yeah, let the little, anointing little, be. little olive oil, little palm in. Olive oil. I was wondering my aunt always used the same olive oil. You know what I'm saying? It's like, mm-hmm. it's special. It's special, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes you do. Yes, you do. Listen, shouts out to uh, Raven Hartwell. Uh, mm. We appreciate her coming by today, uh, sharing her testimony. Uh, listen, that new track she got, uh, she's featured on with Bizzle, Million Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's off the hook. It, it's tearing up the charts. And let's be very clear. I, I think uh, this is a, a, a prime example, Dice, of listen uh someone trusting god you know she came forth she said uh told her husband um via social media which we you know we kind of don't agree with that but for whatever reason she went and did a, a video just you know feeling like you know she had to tell her husband that she had been unfaithful and her husband you know you know not at first but you know embraced it the the whole restoration process of going through counseling and being able to forgive her and continue to stay in the marriage and we talk about it all the time that you know that's what god intends for us to do but i'll be honest with you it's challenging it's tough at times to uh (laughs) to do that so when you hear real stories of you know people who say you know what i stuck in there i could have walked away i had every right well you know that's one of the one of the one of the grounds for divorce is be very clear is that adultery. Yeah, adultery so yeah. uh yeah for him to stick in there and for them now you know to be even stronger their marriage even stronger <clears throat> they have babies together now um that's so powerful because yeah this is this is a while this is before they had kids um i think she said mm-hmm. seven years ago so this is 70 years ago that she uh you know was unfaithful mm-hmm. and yeah she's been faithful and 
they've been looking good and, and doing a lot of good things on uh podcasting and YouTube. So uh yeah, definitely mm-hmm. uh follow her on her social media platform, Raven Hartwell, um, to keep up to date with everything she got going on. But uh that million buck track, let's be very clear. It's it's that thing certified gold. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's all gold. Yeah, shout out to Bizzle, man. He's dropping some heat here. And uh, I, I'm loving the singy stuff, too. So I love the evolution of B. He's he's morphing on this. He's Listen, morphing on this. Bizzle has <laughs> been singing I, a lot lately. I mean, he's been he in his little, his little he singy thing bag. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen, we got to get out of here. We're coming back tomorrow. Thirsty Thursday. Come on, tap in. Uh, we got another Real Talk conversation. And we'll have an exclusive spiritual detox for you. Uh, until tomorrow, uh, go out and show the love of Christ. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.